Hey guys, welcome to the Morning Soul Podcast. Thanks for joining me again. Alright, so uh, I'm solo today. It's going to be one of those boring episodes where I just kind of ramble. And um, uh, this episode is really going to be about some some changes in gear and some things that I'm actually trying out this year. Um, some things that I wanted to change in my setup, in in what I carry, what I wear. Um, trying to get multi-use, multi-uses out of uh, you know a single item, that kind of stuff. So I'm um, gonna kind of jump a little uh, all over the place, but there's three kind of things that I want to hit on first. Well, actually, four. First of all, kind of how's my season going so far? Um, I'm recording this October 10th, <coughs> 11th, something like that. Yeah, I think I'm like recording it the day I'm probably gonna release it. So. Um, yeah, so I've been out basically just like a few times. I've done two like full kind of all days, not all day, but I mean like long sits, either like all morning um, or like late into the evening kind of sits. And uh, this morning was actually the most productive one for me. I actually hiked into an area uh, that I knew had a lot of sign and some deer in previous years. Uh, most of the areas I've been to, I've kind of been skunked. I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen sign. I haven't seen fresh sign. I haven't seen any scrapes. Uh, no, no rubs whatsoever to speak of. I've seen some, what I believe to be is buck poop, but um, I'm I'm really not sure. And it's kind of frustrating because uh, I was able to kind of pattern, you know, deer and how fresh they are um, in the past few years. And uh, this year, it's just, it's just, I'm not seeing that. But today was good, actually. Today I went to a spot. I went to two spots, actually. I went to one spot that I've kind of been in before. And uh, I posted something on Instagram this morning. It was a little coyote that came by and uh, another like little four-point buck that was about about 50 yards away, a little too far. Um, I don't have a grunt tube or can call or any of that stuff. So I used to have one, and I, I just kind of tossed it. But I might actually invest in another grunt tube again because I think it's one of those things that's like it, 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 it seems like it really doesn't hurt you, you know, kind of thing like, like rattling antlers or whatever. They're not going to spook anything uh too much so uh, i might actually invest in a grunt tube again just just to kind of be like hey uh, something going on over here and come investigate it so uh it was a good sit i was in i was in the right area i was just on the wrong tree by about 30 yards and um i guessed right about how they would come through where they would come through he just took a different path than i thought he was going to and then i actually pushed in deeper i got down uh, it was a morning sit obviously and then i got down and i pushed in deeper um, and I found another really great, um, kind of, uh, I don't want to call it a transition area, but it's kind of a setting, you, you kind of, I kind of set up on a point. Um, but, but like the, the, I guess the lobes that kind of cut across a point, you know what I mean? Uh, if there's like a point that kind of juts out a little bit and into, uh, kind of like a Creek bottom, river bottom kind of thing, but then up the hill from that. Uh, like the straight line, you know, that would cut off, you know, from one end to the other uh, would be like a really good travel corridor, if that makes any sense. So um, I don't know, think of like a bump or like a mountain, right? Instead of going like up and over the mountain, imagine just going like straight across the road that grows around the bottom of the mountain. That's kind of like the path that, that I was on. And that was a really, really good spot. There's some decent sign there. Um, and there's, uh, th- there's sign coming in and out of what is private land, private ag, uh, behind past the creek and uh, into decent bedding and creek bottom, river bottom. I mean, it's, it's really, really good spot. So I didn't, I, I kind of wish I'd been able to stay out there all day today because I definitely would have sat that this afternoon. Um, but 
yeah, so that that's it, it's looking promising. I'm, I'm I decided this year, um, after the past, especially last year. Okay, I decided this year that I was going to not sit an area unless I definitely saw fresh sun. Um, and I was going to forego areas that I quote unquote knew there'd be the, there'd be deer just because I know they're supposed to be deer. And, you know, I, I had to be honest with myself and be like, look, I, I'm kind of like willing deer to be there when the deer don't listen to me or my will. So I said, no matter what, if it turns into an all day scout session, then damn it, it's going to turn into an all day scout session, but I'm not going to sit and waste a sit in an area in a spot where I think it might be bucky or deery I'm not going to stop until I find actual sign and that's been what I've been doing and I'm kind of proud of that I'd rather do that kind of just go aggressive and uh, know that I've, I've gone into places and, and checked out different places that uh, that, that that I know are going to be uh, either a go no go you know from what from whatever I see and uh you know with all that with all that said i think i think it's 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 going to be good if if i don't end up with anything or if i don't end up in a good spot or if i end up walking around all day i'm okay with that i'm okay with that because i don't want to end up like last year where i'm just like sitting in a spot because i think it's going to be good so anyway so that's kind of been the um that's kind of been the the start to the season and uh i'm i'm pretty happy about it Okay, so moving on to uh, gear. Now, I decided this year that I was going to try and streamline some stuff and just trying to up my game a little bit to be a little stealthier, a little quieter. And again, like I said, if I was get, if I can find something I can get multiple uses out of, then I was going to do that. So to start off, uh, clothing. Now, um, I've been looking for the unicorn hoodie. Okay, a unicorn of hoodies, as I'm sure everyone else has since, I guess, like the dawn of hunting or the dawn of, of, of hoodies. reason I say that is because for the last, I don't know, I've had this uh, for, for five, six years probably, for as long as, almost as long as they've had, uh, since First Light has had the Uncompagre, I've, I've had that, that jacket. Maybe like I was a year into it after they released it, but I've had it forever. I love that jacket. I always say it punches way above its weight class. Um, it keeps you very, very warm. Uh, even on very, very cold days, you can you can layer underneath it. Um, I, I just super, super packable. I mean, I love that jacket. Okay. Uh, but it is loud. It's swishy. And, you know, I don't I don't know necessarily that I've been busted because of it. But what I was trying to do for early to mid-season is find a unicorn hoodie that basically is something that, that I don't really think exists, okay? Uh, and by that, I mean I want something that I can throw on. Uh, like, I'm in Minnesota, so I want something I can throw on on a, on a chilly morning. Like, this morning was 46 degrees, right? I can throw on a, you know, on a chilly morning over whatever I'm normally going to be hunting with. Usually, I'm, I, I have, like, my first light chama, which I've also had, like, forever. It's going on five-plus years, I think. Um, the reason I hunt in that, you know, hot or cold, again, it, it's, it's, it's merino. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not super, like, you know, rah-rah, has-to-be-merino kind of guy. I, I just like that it doesn't smell. 
you know, as easily. And uh, it does kind of keep you regulated as far as like uh, cool. I, and I and I wear it because it's a long sleeve, and uh, I just don't like getting scratched up when I'm walking through briars and brush and 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 you know, all the crap that you know that I walk through. So. Um, if I can hunt in a t-shirt, especially early season, uh, I would. Uh, I did a couple times actually, but then I'm just even more soaked with uh, with bug spray. At least if I, my skin is covered, then uh, keep those bastards at bay. So, um, so what? So what I really wanted was I wanted something that I could throw on very quickly, and something that's ext- like very packable. And, and it had to be quiet. It had to be absolutely quiet. But it would it would be something that would add a level of wind protection, which was very important. It's wind protection is, is incredibly important to keeping you warm, uh, because you're not having you know something blow through and actually suck heat, conduct heat uh, away from your body. And uh, something I could warm up with, something could be very very quiet. Throw it on real quick. Very packable. Um, block the wind, that kind of thing. It didn't need to be like, hey, I'm gonna wear this like late season as my as my outer 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 garment. It just needs to get me through like, hey, it's like 37 degrees out in the morning, or uh, you know, I've been sitting out you know before the sun comes up or whatever, and I gotta sit there for a few hours, and I want to be not cold, not shivering. I also wanted something that you know, like late afternoon, if I'm doing like an evening hunt where you know you're hot sweaty whatever it could be in the 70s 80s when you go in but then like the temperature drops when you're sitting there and especially if you're set up by uh, a lot of marsh and swamp and stuff like that river bottoms that that i that i tend to go into it gets pretty damp and you know like the air gets damp it gets chilly so uh, something i could throw on you know while i'm sitting there you know uh, waiting for you know the end the end of the end of hunting basically so um I, I didn't find that jacket. I had I did not find that jacket. I didn't find that hoodie. I tried I tried on a lot of stuff. So the first thing I tried on was uh, the Peloton 240. Every the Kuyu Peloton 240. Everyone raved about this uh, about this jacket. Now I'll tell you something about Kuyu sizing. It sucks. Okay, they size their stuff for like super fit, athletic, like you know Abercrombie model, models kind of thing, uh, of which I am not. So anytime, especially me, like if I if I if I'm like in between, right? I I'll be like a large in the body, or you know I'll be like a large like lengthwise, but then I'll need like an XL because I just need a little more room. Um, you're gonna say, okay, well I'll lose more weight. Okay, I get it. But I mean, there's a there's a lot of garments out there that when you step up to an XL, because you need either to layer underneath it or because you need more room or it doesn't fit right or if it's a little too tight, then you end up with long arms. Because everything is XL, it excels everything. It, it it increases not only like the size and and whatever, but it also like the like the, the the length of the of the garment and the length of the arms. Everything just is ends up baggier, and I don't want baggier on especially on my shooting arm, on my bow arm. I don't want baggier. So anyway, so that thing showed up, and as soon as I took it out of the package, I was like, oh nope nope, uh, because it made a swish. And I thought, well, that's odd because everyone says this thing's like dead silent and quiet and this and that. So I went on the Kuyu forums, Facebook groups, and I said, hey, does this thing get quieter after you wash it a few times? And oh, man, everyone's like, oh, what do you mean quieter? It's the quietest thing ever. I don't know how much more quiet you want. And I'm like, well, guess what? This thing is just as loud, just as swishy. It's a different tone to the swish because it's got that micro uh, grid, grid fleece kind of outer or grid outer, you know, whatever. 
so it's a different tone, but it's every bit as loud as my own compadre. Every bit as loud. And and I, I, maybe I got one that was made different. Maybe, I, I don't know, but it's got a DWR coating on it. And let me tell you, it is definitely not something I want to be... Um, it wouldn't be an upgrade, okay? Because otherwise, I'll just keep wearing my own compadre, which I probably will uh, late season. But up close, like Tradbow close, they're going to hear that, or, or or they could potentially hear that. So I definitely wanted something that was um, uh, not that. And everyone was like, oh, well, this is a super quiet garment. Mine's dead silent. I hunt this in it. I hunt that in it. Well, good for you, but it's not going to work for me. So then I pretty much had to send it back. So then, I tried their strong fleece, the strong fleece 210, and that's kind of like a uh, fleece blend. Uh, people suggested that one. That one came, uh, same deal, super tight. Uh, and then if I upsized it, the arms were like super long. And the strong fleece, by the way, has a reputation um, of the arms being like excessively tight. Okay, now Kuyu, like I said, the, the number one thing you hear with Kuyu is size up. Whatever you are, size up, okay, which is just ridiculous. They should just change their goddamn freaking sizings just so it, it could actually fit actual people um, and stop with their, you know, snootiness about it, but whatever. But um, this was even, like, tighter, like, and sure enough, everyone complained about how tight the uh, the arms are, the sleeves are on the, on any of the strong fleece stuff because you got a 210 and a 260 and a 280. Uh, it was it was definitely tight. Nope, that one had to go back. There's no way it didn't feel comfortable and it had to go. So then everyone then was like the the, the Peloton 97. This was another one that just like when I say punches way above its weight class with the Uncompagre, they, they're saying with at this one too. It's a Peloton 97 hoodie that I got. And I don't mind it. Um, it's not too bad. It's it's very, very lightweight. And uh, I, I, I've put it on like t twice now. Okay, so this isn't like exactly like a long-term um, uh, review or anything like that. So I wore it on an evening hunt and I wore it this morning when it was, you know, like, like, like pretty chilly out. And it, it's, it's not bad, but it's not going to take the place of, of, of what, I, what I wanted to take the place of. I'm not going to get rid of it because I can wear it as a base layer uh, later season. It's got a hood on it. I'm not that that huge fan of hoodies. I can I can do hoodie or not hoodie. It's good to be able to put it up as long as the hood is tight. Um, I don't like the the big hoods where you can't if you turn your head and you, you know you can't see anything with it. But these hoods actually like turn with you. So uh, you know that one's. Yeah, that, that one's definitely a keeper, I think. I'm actually looking at it right now. I'm kind of playing around with it. It's, I mean, it's ridiculously light. It's lightweight. You know, it's pretty packable. It doesn't pack any smaller than the Uncompagre does, to be honest. I mean, if you actually really squish it down. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's there. It's just a garment. And I have it. And I bought it because one of the criteria that I had to have on my hoodies was it had to have... Uh, it, it, it's got to have pockets. Okay, any garment that you call a hoodie has to have a goddamn pocket for like for your for your hands like hand pockets and I know they don't put them on because they want to save weight and material and they can charge you more and uh, they came up with excuses like you know it's it's lightweight more packable doesn't hold this or that the zippers don't absorb moisture like s s spare me okay when I'm sitting in, a, in, in in the damn tree stand or, or hanging in the saddle or whatever and, it, and this is my outer garment. I want to put my hands somewhere where they're where they're warm. I want to be able to shove them into a pocket and just kind of sit there and be warm until I'm ready to take them back out again. Now this one does not have 
pockets. Uh, despite that, I, I got it anyway. It was on sale. It was like 80 something bucks or whatever. And I got like a discount code this and a free shipping that. And, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it, but, uh, you know, to me, if you're going to call something a hoodie, okay, it has to have, I mean, it has to have a pocket to not have a pocket is just absolutely asinine to me. That's just, it's just, I, I don't understand it. Call it something else, but don't call it an outer garment because an outer garment, you need to be able to put your hand somewhere. So end of story, I, just no argument. So then I, I looked at a bunch of other like, like Sitka stuff too. Um, and I, luckily we've got like a Shields nearby. So I actually drove to Shields and I think I, I tried the Equinox jacket and then I tried that, um, uh, I tried on the, uh, what's their, uh, super popular, the Fanatic hoodie, which everyone raves about. And everyone says you absolutely have to have this hoodie. If I'm going to pay 190 some goddamn dollars. Okay. This, it's gotta be more, it's gotta be, um, more substantial than like a flimsy little like silk blouse or something okay there's nothing to this thing it's super lightweight uh, i know it's got a lot of like cool kind of features it's got the fa built-in face mask and the hood and it's got pockets and this and that but i i need i need this thing to be warm i, I don't need to be hunting in it like in like 80 degree weather this is for me is supposed to be something that goes on and actually um makes me warm gets me warm and not, or at least keeps my warmth when i'm when i'm stationary and i've i've you know i've hiked in i've sat down and i'm going to sit there for the next few hours or yeah or, e or either way morning or night so a fanatic hoodie was a no-go i know that's blasphemy everyone loves this goddamn thing but there's there's no way there's no way i'm going to pay that much money for that thing and i know you guys are saying oh you don't know what you're missing out on or you don't know what you're talking about maybe but i've tried it on a bunch of times and no i haven't actually like worn it in the field but it just seems too flimsy too thin not what i'm looking for i'm looking for something more substantial i need i need at least a modicum of of wind blocking and uh and and some in some loft and some warmth so so that was out the equal i think it was equinox jacket i believe i'm, I'm kind of losing track here because i tried a bunch of them came very close but it was kind of bulky it was quiet but it's kind of bulky um again didn't really do anything more than anything that i had and then um I also, I think the, or not the Stratus, uh, maybe the Stratus, no, not the, yeah, the Stratus, I think, might have been the closest I wanted to come to that. Um, and I'm kind of losing track on which one of these now kind of borders between a jacket and a hoodie and which actually had a hood and, and, and didn't have a hood. But um, these are the kind of things that I was, I was looking for. In the end, I decided to go with none of those things. And go back to what I had hanging in the closet. Actually, I bought another one because one's like a nice one. This is a Columbia Ascender. The Columbia Ascender jacket. If you want a review on this thing and you want you want uh, all kind of uh, a glowing uh, glowing remarks on it, go watch Jason Samkoviak's uh, review on it. Um, I've talked to him about it a few times. And this jacket is, I mean, he's right. I mean, just, just, just basically just go watch his channel and then buy the stuff he says to buy because you end up there anyway okay um the the jacket is uh it, it's very well cut i can actually fit into a large in there and i'm not i'm not like tight in it and and i don't need an extra large to be swimming in it it's got a great collar it's decent at wind blocking it's decent at warmth again this isn't like a winter jacket i'm not looking to to sit in the stand when it's like six degrees outside um, you know, with 20 mile an hour winds. This is not what that's for. I have a, a Cabela's Ultimate, uh, you know, wind shear, wind blocker, you know, jacket for that. This is to be able to just kind of carry with you, uh, packable, 
and throw it on when you're cold. That's it, just to have with you. And I, I compared all of these jackets that I talked about, the the, the, the Kuyu stuff, the, uh, the Sitka stuff, and... To be honest, this Ascender jacket, I mean, just blows them all out of the water. It has everything I need. The fit is amazing. The fit is really good. The uh, The sleeves are tapered, but they're not super tight, but they're tapered enough. That, you know, I don't need an arm guard when I shoot it, and I probably will wear one, but uh, I don't need an arm guard when I shoot it. It's decently um, uh, uh, water-resistant, rain-resistant kind of thing. Uh, none of these other jackets, by the way, are, are supposed to be waterproof either. So it's all in the same category. It's all in the same class. Um, and, uh, it's, you know, it's warm enough. The, the fit is great and, and it's dead, dead, dead silent. It is absolutely silent. That's, I, I love it. And believe it or not, I, I, I didn't realize this. Cause like I said, I have, I have one that's like a nice one, you know, it's just got a different, like kind of two tone, like the, 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 uh, the stitching and stuff is a different color and stuff just for like a casual jacket. But then I wanted, you know, another one just like to hunt in. Right. So I ordered like a gray one. But I, I never noticed that the packability of this thing is every bit as small as my own compagre. Um, I, I, I balled them up side by side together. And, you know, it is it is just as small as young compagre. It's just as small as that Peloton 240. Um, so basically, instead of spending, you know, uh, anywhere from 100 and you know, $180 to, you know, $350 or whatever it is for, for some of these jackets. Uh, I bought mine on eBay for like 55 bucks. These things used to be like 55. They're like 110 bucks now, but it's still an, it's still, I think an incredible value. And, uh, you, you, you do pretty, you, you do pretty good to go check one out. Believe me. Um, I got one off of eBay, Brand new, size large, came in gray, 55 bucks, 60 bucks, whatever, delivered to my door, and I couldn't be happier. And that is going to do double duty for me like I want. It's going to be, you know, just kind of with me. It's going to be like a, a decent cold weather jacket. It's going to be something to just kind of throw on when I'm chilly, and it's going to be something that's really packable, and it's going to come with me. So, you know, with that said, this Peloton 97, I'm kind of like picking it up, you know, playing with it right now. Um, it's, it's probably going to go back into the... In, into the um, into the clothes clothing drawer and just kind of sit there for a while because you know honestly right now I don't need it and I'm not going to carry that plus another jacket I'm just going to carry that ascender jacket and be done with it because that will give me the warmth that I need because you know what you're not going to overheat yeah just like the just like the uncompagre if you if you you know if you think that oh well it's still like you know early fall it's still you know warm weather whatever i sit down i'm going to roast in it you're not going to roast in that thing if you put it on if you're just stationary you might be a little warm but you're not going to be roasting in it it's okay to be a little warm but trust me if you need it because it's like more than a little chilly and you need to actually be warm you need something more substantial than a peloton 97 i'm sorry that's that's that's, that's just the way it is so that's going to come with me so long story short get a Columbia Sender jacket. I, you know, I, I should have just, uh, just gone, gone, gone there right from the, from the get go, but I needed to check out all these other things. Cause I, I, I just like you guys, probably I'm like a gear junkie. I'm like, you know, clothing nerd. I wanted to check out these things and try them on and see how great they were and how packable and light and, and quiet. And, and not, not a single one of them hit all these points, not a single one of them hit more than two of these points. So yeah, that one had, they all had to go ascender jacket all right next is my pack so for years i've been 
using the uh, Kuyu Icon Pro 1850. I'm not using the, uh, the frame for it. Uh, long story short, I have a video on why I hate the frame from Kuyu. Uh, basically, they put out all these different versions of bags and different versions of attachment methods. And the people at Kuyu, the customer service, they, bless their heart, they don't know their ass from the hole in the ground. Um, they're just kind of answering questions like uh, like you call any other customer service and they're almost like reading off a script they don't know the history of these of these uh, uh, products they don't know what goes with what so my, my my frame that I bought for this thing doesn't fit the way it's supposed to fit the bag is kind of floppy and loose uh, the load lifter uh, straps are like completely bottomed out um, I did I did a, a video on it. I still get so much goddamn hate from that. So someone telling me that I'm an absolute fucking idiot because I you know I cut the uh, the ears off the um, uh, off the uh, the frame and I'm not going to be able to use it on a bigger bag. And I'm like you know what jackass I'm not going to buy a bigger bag. I'm not going to if I'm in a bigger bag I'll use a bigger bag and I'll just buy the damn bag or I'll buy another Kafaru. But I'm not going to I'm not going to use I, I ended up junking the frame. So. Anyway, that's just kind of like a, it just pisses me off because I still get like stupid YouTube comments about how dumb I was, you know, and I'm like, well, you don't understand. You're not actually, did you watch the video? Because if you watch the video, you will see that this thing does not fit that thing. They just don't go together. And the people who coo you have no fucking idea what they're talking about. Sorry, I'm on, I'm on a rant today. I, I'm just, I'm just done with stupid people not, not, not understanding their products and, 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 um, and, uh, yeah, not, not, not building, building proper stuff. So. Anyway, but the bag itself, I love the bag. I still have the, uh, I, I have like the regular suspension on it, the, you know, the, uh, the belt and all that stuff. It's an 1850. It's got plenty of room for, especially late season, because, you know, I, I carry a lot of crap. And uh, I, I've had this bag for, again, probably many, many years. As much as I bash on Kuyu, it seems like I got a lot of Kuyu stuff, but I'm not a fanboy one way or uh, one way or another. I just, I just think that the organization of this, of this bag, um, you know, and that, that Venture 2300 that's out now is probably like the best that, 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 that I've seen on any, any of these bags. I love the organization on it. Um, the way the, the layout on it, that kind of stuff. And, uh, so yeah, so I've got that, but I wanted something smaller again for saddle hunting. I wanted something just be like super light. Um, so last, was the last year before I had a Kafaro door gunner and I was using it saddle hunting and I actually really, really fell in love with this pack. Now it's small. It's only like a thousand CC and I find like that I'm running out of, of space with it. So I'm, I'm, I've, I've gone through this regimen of trying to minimize the crap that I'm carrying, uh, get you know, like as a double duty out of things. Do I really need this? Do I really need that? You know, get, get, get rid of anything that I don't need. I really like the fact that it is a top loader, meaning it's just like a big tube that you just like shove like stuff down from the top in. Uh, when you're, first of all, it's not, it's not huge. And if you're standing in, if you're sitting in the tree stand or hanging or whatever it is, you just open the top and you reach down and you grab out whatever you're going to grab out with my Kuyu and, and other packs. You've got that horseshoe zipper and the horseshoe zipper. Y'all know, uh, you have to be careful how much you unzip, you know, the, the thing, because it just kind of flops over. And then when it flops over and opens, um, you make, gotta make sure it doesn't open too far. You don't want to have all the contents like spill out, fall down to the ground. 
with with the with a top loader like this, you don't have that you don't have that um, that issue. You just open the top, you know, shove stuff in the you know into the tube and grab it out. Now you got to do it in a certain order. So if something's at the very very bottom and you need to get at it while you're you know in the tree, that can be kind of a pain because you're kind of pulling out one thing or another, not trying not to drop it. But I still like I still prefer this. Now I've got a uh, a, a small belt pouch on the bottom. It actually. Um, I did a video on the modifications, my modifications I did to this pack. There's some things that I didn't like about it. Um, oh, wait, I should say by the way, so I bought another one. I, I sold my sold the one I had last year because I thought it was too small, didn't have enough room. <coughs> Excuse me. But then uh, I'm like, you know what? I really missed it. I really wanted something small. I really liked, but but I wanted bigger. I, I know I'm kind of asking for a lot, but if it was maybe like 1500 cubic inch that'd be fantastic and some other layout issues i have with it um but i did a video on this and i hope i don't get a lot of hate for it because i i think the uh, kafaro makes incredible stuff uh i just think that uh there's certain things that i don't like about this so anything that i could kind of sew or um or modify on this on this pack to to, to serve me in the way i need it uh, you know, to to perform and 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 be, then uh, then then I did it. You know, it's just basically like heavy thread and sewing needle, basically. Um, and you'll see that video. I'm gonna publish that video in the next couple of weeks here, probably something like that. And people can call me stupid again for modifying a, a pack and why didn't I get a different pack? But this is the one I like. Um, no, I don't like the shape charge at all. I I, I don't. I've no. I, I don't like it. I don't think uh, it would, just looking at it, I don't think it would be good in the tree. Um, not what I'm looking for organization-wise, layout-wise, any of that stuff. What I want is a bigger version of this door gunner. Uh, 1,500 cubic inch would be great. More straps would be great. Um, and some outer pockets would be great. And, yeah, anyway, watch the video. But, so, I, um, I, I was, I, I, I like this thing so much, despite, despite all its little flaws, that I, you know, got another one. And I've been using that all season. I haven't used my Kuyu yet. I will when I when my next piece of gear gets here because I'm going to use that with it. I'm going to get to that in a little bit. But so far, I like it. I've actually minimized some things. I've, adju I've uh, um, uh, adjusted some things. I've adjusted what I carry, what I really need to carry. And, of course, this ties in with the whole minimalist thing with uh, with with the the jacket or the hoodie or, or, or whatever it is that I want to carry. I, I don't, I don't want to carry multiple things i don't want to carry an extra layer and then an extra vest and then on top of that if that's not enough an extra jacket no i'm just going to carry the damn jacket and then it, and then just be done with it um i've gotten rid of a few things that i used to carry that i'm that i'm not carrying anymore um and it's working out really really well i, I really like it I've, I've had it in a tree a bunch of times and uh the layout i've i've got it all kind of organized of where i want things how i want things and um you know i can carry my saddle my ropes because uh, I'm using a longer rope now for, uh, uh, you know, one stick and repelling, right? Uh, the, my saddle, my ropes go in there. My, um, what is it all sitting out over here? So I got the ropes. I got the, the tree, um, the, cis, the cis hanger or, what, or his strap or whatever it is from Tethered. So you can hang your stuff off of there. That goes in there. Uh, my little emergency kit's on the bottom, binoculars, and, base, and then like an outer layer. 
that's it. It all goes in there and it, it carries just fine. And then on the very outside of it, I strap my uh, that uh, the ultimate one stick from Eastern Woods Outdoors, which I'm loving that thing. That thing's it's an amazing stick. It, it just got so much bite. It's got so much more bite um, to use as a uh, w when you're using it as a platform when you got when you got side loading going on than I did with my um, my Hawk Helium. Uh, based uh, uh, one one stick. Uh, I sold those little mini Hawk Heliums, but I got new Hawk Heliums, full length. And I'm going to get to that in a little bit. So anyway, so all that stuff uh, goes in here with a bottle of water or two, you know, a couple of, it's like, it's like 17 pounds. And again, I'm not, a, I'm not a pounds counter. I'm not an ounces counter. It's just, I'm just, if you're people that are curious about, um, People that are curious about how much that whole setup is going to weigh, I think I've put a couple pictures of it uh, on 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 social media or whatever, and you can kind of see what it looks like on the outside. That's about 17 or 18 pounds, and I'm loving it. Um, very compact, uh, doesn't hang up on stuff, and basically I can you know hunt out of it all day. All right, sorry, I had to take a swig of hot chocolate. I've got some awesome hot chocolate going, and that was delicious because my throat was going dry. All right. So the next thing, now, speaking of saddle, speaking of one sticking, I still like it, but certain times I don't like it. So I have ordered a tree stand. I ordered the Novix Hilo. Now, if anybody's listened to me on, you know, past couple years or whatever, you know that I am not comfortable in a tree stand. I'm not comfortable shooting out of one. I don't really feel kind of secure in one, or at least I haven't. Okay, and, and the last kind of semi-decent tree stand that I had was that XOP Vanish. And I sold that because, obvious reasons, um, the bottom platform, uh, the, the, the V bracket on the back is too narrow. Uh, you know, on, on normal-sized trees, only the two outermost points uh, make contact, and, and it wasn't very secure, and that's the whole reason I sold that. I was going to get an Lone Wolf Alpha uh, Assault too, and uh, before I bought that, then the whole saddle thing came along, so I jumped on board to the whole saddle thing, and don't get me wrong, I love the saddle. I love it. I, it's, it, it's, I don't have, I don't have any discomfort, like, you know, hanging up there. Not, that's not a problem, but some of the trees that that I'm wanting to get into or getting into and the the way I want to hang in those trees I'm not able to do and that's kind of frustrating this happened uh, last Thursday I was uh, sitting on a just awesome spot and um, I wanted to be hidden so basically if I'm if I'm like in the center of like the clock I would have um, a center of the clock whatever I need to be on like let's say <clears throat> the six o'clock side of the tree and I had a shooting lane or a lane actually in an area that, that I was expecting deer to come from I had two lanes one was about like 10 30 11 o'clock and one was like you know one to three ish o'clock one to two two o'clock two thirty ish o'clock something like that well I needed to be on the six o'clock side so that I could be hidden behind the tree and then I was kind of looking forward to uh those those lanes because that's that's uh where I was expecting deer to come from, but I couldn't because this deer was a leaner, uh, the deer, the tree was a leaner and it was leaning from, let's say like the nine o'clock position to the three o'clock position, meaning it was leaning. If you were standing at the base of the tree and like, look forward, it was leaning from left to right. Okay. Um, so you are a plumb bob in a tether, in a saddle. 
You're not going to defeat gravity. That's just that's just the way it is. You are literally like a lump of weight at the end of a string. And if the tree is leaning, no matter where you put your stick, uh, your one stick, or your platform, or whatever it is, you are gonna f- gravity is gonna want to pull you to the back to, to the to the to the low side. Now you could hang on the low side and just just kind of set up there. But maybe that's not where you need to be to be hidden from where you expect deer to be coming from. So I ended up hanging on this tree about the three o'clock position when I really needed to be at the six o'clock position. And that really kind of pissed me off. Now you can kind of cheat it a little bit. Um, so for, for those of you guys that saddle hunt, you can probably know what I'm talking about where you know if you can kind of shift your tether, you know, one way, kind of rotate it around so it kind of pulls you this way and then, uh, you know, shift your platform another way. But then your, your, your body's doing this, like, twist midway through, you know, where you're constantly fighting, trying not to go to the low side. And it's fatiguing when you're sitting there for hours or standing there for hours. It's, it's just kind of a pain in the ass to do that. Now, you can get into gnarly trees, yes, but you don't ne- just because you can get into the tree doesn't mean you're necessarily going to be on like the actual side of the tree that you need to be on. And that's what really kind of pissed me off last Thursday. And then, and then this, uh, this morning, too, I was kind of in the, in the, in the same situation. I wanted to... No, actually, no, was it this morning? Yeah, I wanted to be in um, a certain position, and I couldn't be in that position. And I had to move around more. I had to. I had to. To just. I, I. I don't know. With a tree stand, you can avoid that because you are a standing or you are sitting. You're not hanging off of a tether. And with an adjustable, and I'm not talking like a crazy, crazy like sideways gnarly leaning tree. Okay, I'm talking just even like mildly leaning. Okay, I'm not that hardcore. But um, with a tree stand and a good adjustable tree stand, like so, let's say like a beast stand or any of the, the, the lone wolf stuff or uh, what have you, you have uh, you have options on you know because you got the bat wing in the back and you've got the you know the platform adjustment and the seat adjustment and all this that and the other, you can get a relatively level stand on a re- kind of leaning tree, okay, and. <sighs> Then you can kind of just uh, just kind of sit there and not be constantly fighting it all the time. And that's the other thing, by the way. I kind of miss just like sitting and being still. Uh, in a saddle, you tend to kind of just kind of hang a little bit, and, you, and it's it's hard to not move. And that's not really the fault of the saddle, but I just kind of miss being able to sit down and just ma- not make a lot of movement. You know what I mean? And just just sit or just kind of stand up and lean against the tree. So. I ordered that that Hilo. Now, for a guy that's not super comfortable in tree stands, that's probably, I don't know, we'll see. We'll see when it gets here because it's not here yet. It should be here like, you know, within a week or whatever. But um, like I said, the the last tree stand that I had was at Vanish. But I don't necessarily like going out farther away from the tree. I'm a tree, when I'm in a tree stand, I'm a tree hugger. Okay, the, the one thing I love about the saddle is that I have absolutely zero fear. In, 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 I mean, I could swing around. I'm under tension. Um, I feel like, you know, the hand of God is actually holding me and not making me fall. I mean, I, I love that secure feeling, right? I never really got that feeling in a tree stand. But again, um, it wasn't exactly what I would consider a top-tier bomb diggity tree stand. I think this Hilo will be. Um, just It's just basically like a, a, a smaller version of the uh, the Assault 2, which I was going to get the Assault 2, but then, you know, uh, I, I wanted it here quickly, and I wanted something small, and, and this is what's, what's coming. So um, I don't necessarily need to be 
far away from the tree. Again, if you uh, referencing J uh, Jason uh, Samkoviak again, if you watch his, his uh, review on the beast stand, he was super jazzed about the fact that it's a longer stand, and then now he can actually go out to the edge and turn around, and actually you have 360-degree shooting capability because he can turn around and face the tree because he's got room to go out. Now, to me, that's like asking me to walk the plank. There's no way in hell I'm stepping out way the hell that far. I don't feel comfortable way, way out that far. Even if it's like a foot extra, nope, not doing it. I want to be like near the tree. So I'm basically going to be like right at the base of the tree anyway. Um, I like planting my... Uh, 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 you know, my boots, you know, up against those cables as long as they don't squeak and just kind of shooting from there. Now, um, from what I understand, like the seat is kind of, the seat can be actually shorter, not height wise, but like, like the depth of the seat can actually be shorter. Um, it's another thing that I, I, I don't like on some tree stands is like when you go to stand up and you, uh, you want to fold that seat up then it, it's almost like shoving you up and out away from the tree, which again, I don't like doing that. It's almost like trying to force me off the end of the stand, but we'll see when it gets here. But um, even if I just use that and just kind of stand and lean against the tree, but long story short, I want to be able to be in a, in a spot where I can put it, put the, put the stand on the side of the tree that I want, that I want to be in and not necessarily where gravity wants to pull me down to. So uh, we'll see. Well, I'm going to get up there. I'm going to, I'm going to try it. Um, I'm going to practice shooting out of it, you know, some more and cause, cause, cause my shooting has gotten way better, uh, th than the last time I tried shooting anything out of an actual tree stand. So we'll see, maybe I'll make it work. Maybe I don't, maybe I don't need, uh, you know, my stance to be a, a certain way or my balance to be my lower body to be a certain way. Cause that was part of my problem was I was always felt kind of wobbly and didn't have a solid base and, and, and I just didn't feel secure and safe, but, um, my shooting's better. I can contort more. I can I can uh, you know bend the or or cant the bow and, and and twist around and do stuff more with it and actually hit what I want to hit. So I'm 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 pretty excited about it. So the Hilo is uh, pretty you know I don't know that it's like the lightest stand. It's not like a Lone Wolf Custom Gear one or whatever. But it was like two hundred and like four like two hundred and thirty bucks delivered. You know with uh, with, with a, 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 a what is it? Promo code? I think Midwest Whitetail MWW21. By the way, if anybody is uh, looking, and um, yeah, so it's gonna come, and I haven't, I don't have it in my hands yet. I did uh, get a set of Hawk Helium sticks again, full length, because I'm not gonna do, um, I'm not gonna do the one stick thing with that. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna do the stand, I'm gonna do, you know, three sticks and an eighter, and just, just kind of go with that. And the, one of the reasons for that, too, is, again, as much as I like the whole setup with the saddle and how compact it is, you don't have to carry a lot of crap, and you're one sticking up, just like the issues you have with uh, uh, once, you're, once you're at height with a leaning tree, trying to climb, one stick climb... A leaning tree is a, is a freaking pain in the ass. It's a nightmare because you're do, you're you're dealing with the same thing every time you make uh, you make a jump upwards, right? So every time you uh, you know move your you know let's say you move your tether up and then you hang down. Well now now you're you're again you're the plumb bob and you go down to the low spot. So you got to reach and 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 you know get to your get to your stick move your stick and then you may have to depending on where you're trying to put your stick and how you're trying to put it <clears throat> you may have to kind of just kind of swing around and try to get your your you know your boot into the um uh you know the the webbing aider and you know trying to climb with aiders too i mean it's it's tough fun and dandy when it's a, when it's a 
you know, straight, nice straight tree. But if you're trying, but if it's dangling and you're dangling and you're twisted and contorted and you're trying to, you know, get in at an angle and, and, and step up onto it at an angle because, again, gravity pulled you one way, but your stick is, you know, on the other, you know, X many degrees away from you on the other, you know, away from you on the other side of the tree. It's it's kind of a pain. I, I kind of I did that like twice this morning. I had I had two sits this morning, and I'm like, man, you know, if you're able to just kind of slap a stick up there and then just climb up that stick, and then slap another stick and then climb up that stick, that you're not constantly trying to hang and get back onto. Uh, get get back onto your stick or your platform or aiders or anything like that. You're just climbing. You're just doing that. So um, if I'm going to have the tree stand, I am going to have the, the full length sticks and you know make use make use of the full full length of them, which is 32 um, you know 32 inches or whatever. So um, I'm pretty much going to go with uh, again the whole Sam Koviak setup. I'm going to have the, I've got like the pool noodles upstairs. I think I found in the attic. I'm going to wrap those up with some cheap duct tape. Duct tape. And uh, I'm just going to use the, the system that he has, how he attaches this, you know, his sticks to, he uses lone wolf uh, sticks, but I'm going to do the, the hawk helium. It, it should work the same way. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to attach them to uh, the tree stand and then the tree stand and sticks. They're going to get strapped to the outside of my Kuyu Icon Pro 1850. Uh, the straps are proving to be more than strong enough uh, for his use and for I think I know Schaefer's also doing it um, uh, the same way and I know from experience from having this pack for like I said the last five six years I know those those straps are are very very strong even though they're only half inch I think it was a half inch or three quarter can't remember whatever they are um, they are still more than uh, more than enough I think they're yeah, they're three quarter inch straps but um, you know, I don't, I've, I've never, and when I used to carry the Vanish, I used to carry it that way too, and I never had them cut or chafe or whatever, and, you know, if there's like a spot where they rub or whatever, I can always kind of soften it up with some um, uh, electrical tape or, or something, you know, over there to uh, uh, to take the chafing away, but that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to not bother with a uh, Molly belt or anything like that, trying to just carry the stand, because I'm going to have my bag too. And if I'm going to have my bag, I'm going to carry all that stuff. I'm going to carry it in something that has a nice suspension and with a waist belt, which this Kuyu does. And uh, I'm just going to strap it onto the back like I used to before and just kind of deal with it. So um, I don't think it's going to be that that big a deal. I've gotten way more proficient with what I do and how I do and how I put away stuff and how I pack things. And um, I'm not going to, you know, but before I was, I, I didn't like, you know, having to do all like the bungees and the rubber straps and, the uh, you know, strap the sticks and then strap the sticks to, you know, together and then strap the sticks to the stand and then strap the stand to this. And uh, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm just going to put them right on top of the, right on top of the stand. It's going to be two bungees across. And then that thing, whole thing is just going to sit right on top of my bag. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to carry it in and out full length sticks. And, um, I think that'll be more than, more than enough. I've, I've only been getting to like, like 12 to 14 feet for the last couple sets, just because that's where the cover is right now. I don't necessarily need to go higher. I'll probably need to go higher later season, obviously, but, um, you know, uh, I think it's, it's, it's going to, it's going to work out. So we'll see. I'll obviously do a, um, a video or a review or whatever of that uh, of that stand. We'll see how I do with it. I don't know. Um, it's all up in the air. But you know, I, I I'm not going to get rid of the saddle. I'm not going to get rid of that once that once I still like it. Uh, but I definitely for maybe the remainder of the season. I don't know. I want to give the this stand and sticks um, and this whole setup and carrying setup and pack and everything like that 
uh, a full kind of go around because I've been doing the saddle for the last you know year and a half two years and now that I can go to like a really nice stand again uh, one that I know isn't going to wobble it's got the proper uh, you know angle on the V brackets and and you know and all that stuff I'm I'm kind of excited about it I'm kind of excited to to do that because I've, I've you know as much as I, I love one method like the you know the, the saddle it's got limitations and if i'm trying to be a better hunter if i'm trying to be more quiet if i'm trying to get into sneakier places and be better hidden and just be more successful i just got i got to step that up and i got to do it if i got to do it in a stand i got to do it in a stand because i've i found the limitations of of the setup i have right now and i'm not i'm not you know, a fan of it. I've never had a problem carrying the weight of all that stuff. That's really not an issue for me. Um, with the stand for me, it's always really been about the logistics of like getting everything up the tree. Okay. Like the stand up the tree and you know, what order you do things in. And I've got to practice that, you know, there's, there's, you know, people have been giving me tips and ideas and stuff like that. So I think I'm going to be better at it this time. Um, and, uh, you know, that was one of them. And the other one was actually like packing everything up again at the, at the end of, um, at the end of a hunt or, you know, oh, dark 30 in the morning when it's pitch black and you're trying not to lose, you know, this, this, uh, you know, ball bungee or this other ball bungee that secures all your sticks together and this and that. But again, I'm not going to do that. Like I said, I'm just going to have three sticks, slap them on top and then two bungees or two, you know, rubber bungees across and done end of story. So at least that's the way it's going to work in my head. So, so. When I get that, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know. And um, I don't know. Wish me luck, because I think uh, you know. I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be good. I'm kind of looking forward to it, even though I'm not super, super comfortable uh, in in a tree stand. But hey, you know, I'll be nice and secure and tethered up there and, and all that stuff. So it's not gonna. It's not going to be that much of an issue. I hope so. Anyway, uh, last thing I guess is bows. So I've carried. Uh, I've carried my my java man and i've carried that grizzly uh i have not carried the the 50 pound grizzly i've carried the one the 42 pounder 41 pounder whatever and my elk cart right now i'm pulling about 42 pounds on that thing you know my draw length on that is it, it it's weird I'll, that's that's a whole nother discussion maybe that's like a like a trad lab kind of discussion if i ever have cody on the show or something like that but um the way i measure draw length on one bow doesn't always necessarily translate to it doesn't feel the same with 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 how it feels for me um with supposedly the exact same draw length on another bow so i've kind of given up on all that i've i've set my clickers i've set my distances and stuff to um to to be you know quote unquote full draw plus a little bit so that I can actually get get there and get to that 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 click every single time um, and I've been practicing out of the tree I've been practicing on the ground I've been practicing stump shooting I've lost a couple arrows um, lost one today it's really weird it had a it hit a stump it was a lot harder than I thought and it just went sky high and I thought thought I saw it land and it went in the leaf litter and I, I spent like half an hour kicking the dirt and I it's amazing they just go into like this like this this arrow vortex of death and you just kind of lose them so um so anyway so they've been they've been fine I've, I've had no issues trying to shoot out of a tree with them um i'm able to contort you know the way i want to lean around the tree the way i want to can't the way i want to and i'm i'm really 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 happy with them so i'm kind of dragging them through uh a lot of stuff my bows get used so 
if they end up with some scratches and briars and and, sh- and shrubs and, and twigs and whatever, well, so be it. But I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm really, really enjoying um, taking those afield and walking around with them and stump shooting and, and hopefully uh, hopefully shooting at something. Oh, by the way, so I got a story for you guys. So I, last week sometime, I can't remember when it was, um, I almost had my first trad kill with a squirrel. Well, with the exception of that carp. But anyway. So I had the Java man, and um, this was a trophy squirrel, all right? <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm sitting there, and I hear like a ch-ch-ch coming, and I took one shot, and I kind of grazed over it. It was kind of in the crook of a fallen down tree. And then it actually came running at me, and it went up the tree that I was standing beside. He went all the way up to the top. This guy turned around, came halfway down, like spread eagle, like just kind of clinging to the tree, and just starts chirping his head off, barking his head off. And he was doing it for like a good, I mean, no shit. I mean, I sat there like still with this thing like, I don't know, five yards away and maybe like 10 feet up the tree for about easy five minutes I didn't move and then I kind of had enough after a while so then I actually took like kind of two side steps turned around swung and it was still like barking its head off at me and I shot and I hit this thing right in the head now if you guys are squeamish I apologize and I, I don't mean this to be like a graphic or whatever but this is just kind of one of those deals like a how incredibly tough squirrels are and and b uh, how much it sucks to lose something that you shot and wounded that you know was going to die that you're not going to be able to recover. So this thing I shot, and it basically, the arrow stuck in its head, and this entire arrow was hanging out the entire time for like the next 10 or 15 minutes. It went up the tree farther. I have no idea how this thing didn't die. I don't know how, I, mean, I was expecting any second, like, oh, okay, he's going to lose his grip and come back to the ground, um, and I'm going to have a you know nice, nice fat squirrel. This thing, I... I, I have no idea how this thing survived. I mean, this thing was literally lodged in its head, the entire arrow sticking up, sticking out. And then it went up to the up to a, a crook of the tree. I shot another arrow at it after, like, finally getting it, because there's a lot of leaf cover uh, still. And I was able to find it again, and I shot another arrow at it, almost dead straight up. And I kind of knocked it, or at least it hit the crook of the tree where it was, and it went, it went even higher up the tree. It dislodged the original arrow that was, like, lodged in its head, that fell to the ground, but then the arrow that I shot up to dislodge it, um, the, the squirrel from where it was hiding, that got stuck up on the on the branches and leaves and stuff. I'm waiting for like the leaf, uh, more leaves to kind of fall down and, and a breezy day, and and I, I can see the. I, I went back there like you know, days later, and uh, I could see my arrow still up there, but. Um, basically this thing kept climbing, climbing, went up over the canopy and I lost it. And I think it's got a nest up there. I'm pretty sure it's got a nest up there and it's probably dead up there. Um, or like a hawk came or, or something I'm sure came and came and ate it and you know, nothing's going to go to waste, but I, I couldn't believe it. I hadn't, it, this turned into like this 15, 20 minute ordeal where, uh, this thing was just, just unbelievable that it didn't just fall out of the tree. So, um, you know, sorry, sorry, Mr. Squirrel. Uh, apologize. It was kind of gory. Uh, I felt really, really bad about it, but um, there's no way with a headshot. It was a perfect, perfect headshot that I couldn't have done anything else. I was using one of the hex blunts or the ace blunts, hex, uh, hex or ace. I can't remember. One, whatever. And uh, I think from now, just because it was up in the tree, um, if I'm shooting at something on the ground. It's gonna get a broadhead. It's gonna get one of the, the one of the used uh, my practice broad broadheads because uh, those. I mean, I've shot like a truckload of squirrels with with my compound, and I know how tough they are. And that's with a compound. Uh, 
you know, w with the same kind of hex blunts or, or any kind of blunts or whatever, but, you know, you got an arrow that's moving a whole lot faster, it's supposed to kill them with shock, and it does, but a lot of times, it doesn't or sometimes rather it doesn't and they're just super tough and they just kind of run away and, and hide or, or just don't die and it's it's just it's just amazing how tough those critters are so um anyway with i didn't want to be a downer or like kind of uh, gory or, or whatever about that but i just kind of wanted to recount recount just just that that encounter which was you know kind of kind of shitty on all, on all accounts but anyway i will have i will have redemption so um other than that um i think i'm i'm shooting pretty good i try to stump shoot every time i go out there i'm hitting what i'm aiming at i'm doing random distances uh, of course i don't have a tr uh, range finder or anything like that and um what else oh i got a turkey tag too i got a turkey tag uh last week when i was actually out scouting a couple areas on my way back i was coming across this field and there was three hen turkeys um, actually, I saw them when I was going one way across the field, and I could have snuck up on them, but on the way back, I pretty much damn near walked up on them to, like, up to, like, 10 yards, and this is only, like, kind of marsh grass that's, like, waist high or whatever. They could see me, I think, or they were just too busy. Um, I got to the point where I was about 10 yards away from them, and I did, like, the mock, like, you know, I could, you know, pull, put my bow up and kind of, like, mock draw, you know, pretend, like, pow, I got you kind of thing. Um, of course, they're in season, but I didn't have a tag. Well, the next day, I went and got a tag. Um, and, you know, they're... I know where they are, and if it's one of those, if, if it's uh, if I'm hunting in that area again, or if I'm hunting somewhere else again, and it's a target of opportunity, and I happen to to run across a turkey, and I can make it happen, by all means, I am going to try and launch a uh, an arrow at a at a turkey. We can shoot um, either sex turkey, hen, or um, uh, tom in uh, in the month of October for the fall season. So it's all it's all fair game. I got I got the tags in my pocket. I'm ready to go. Uh, ready to rock and roll with it, but um, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. So anyway, if you guys stuck around this long, just listen to me ramble about my gear. Uh, thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, next next episode, hopefully, we're going to have uh, another another good guest. I'm trying to line up some people, but it's hunting season. Everyone's busy. Um, it's really, really hard to get guests, and I don't blame them whatsoever. So, um Okay, so be sure to check out uh, Mahoning Soul YouTube channel. I've got, I don't know, I got more reviews out there. I just did a review on like the Petzl headlamps and stuff like that. I can't remember what else I got out there uh, recently, but um, that's, you know, that's pretty informative, I would say. And, uh, of course, all the other reviews and stuff like that that I do out there. Uh, Boning Soul Instagram. And you can check out, like, the T-shirts and stuff. like. i got to check that link. i got to make sure that, that link actually freaking works. But, uh, you know, when say link in bio in, in Instagram, go click the link in the bio. It's like it, in a take you someplace called Linktree and it'll take you to uh, uh, the T-shirt store. And you can order some T-shirts and, uh, and things like that. So, other than that... Um, yeah, I guess mid-season, mid-season here. Hope you guys are are having lots of success. I know lots of you guys are, and uh, I'm I'm hoping for hoping for the same. So, all right, I'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening.